Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. another cold day where I am out in the wilderness and uh, I don't know man as I'm just waiting for the days of summer <laughs> I'm a boy of summer I guess I don't know anyway no sound what the hell is no sound uh, no sound what the Okay. Well, yeah, there's sound coming through. No sound. You sure there's no sound? <sighs> Not on. Let's have a look here. Still no sound. I got sound coming up from all my... All my, oh well, whatever. Anyway, <sighs> I don't know. It's recording. So, but anyway, today it's it's uh, it's cold up here, and uh, my buddy out there in uh, Aussie land there. Uh, Sean Surplus is having a hard time there. Uh, I like to catch his show every now and then over at uh, TCTAunleash.com, but he's having problems with his ISP. Uh, his ISP is, uh, I don't know what the problem is there. Sounds like they didn't put the uh, lines in properly or they didn't uh, mask them up properly. I had that problem one time way up north. Actually, it was good uh, internet, but in the winter, the plastic tips into the, uh, you know, where you plug the phones in out, outside would crack, and uh, that would be it. That'd be the end of the line, and I'd have to wait for them to fix it. But when it was gone, it was damn good, I, you know. So, anyway, today what I want to talk about is Shaboy. Shaboy going. Okay. The Shaboy goes. 
Okay, and uh, I think we got to start creating a database for these assholes so we know who the hell we're going to get. And today's was uh, a friend of mine sent me this thing here. It, uh, big headline, Canada completely unpre unprepared for large-scale terror, says security expert. They always got these experts. And it goes on there. And by today, February 23rd, 2015, Canada is unprepared for an attack on a shopping mall or other large public places, says one security expert. After Somali terror group Al-Shaba urged Muslim fighters to launch attacks in North America and Europe and named the West Edmonton Mall as a potential target. Yeah, so let's see. They're going to win some, uh, you know, wh why would they protect, why would they go after a mall? Okay, the only the only reason they would go into a mall is to, uh, you know, terrorize the public. And who terrorizes the public? I don't know anybody fighting any type of, of war comes in here to terrorize the public except for, you know, the government, the Jews. So... But yeah, we we need we need uh, you know the, all these so-called experts. So he's going on about uh, you know he he had a, a half-hour-long uh, video on YouTube, you know, sponsored by Benaya Brith, okay, talking about what happened in Kenya's upscale West Westgate Mall, and this could happen in Canada, and you know got to get the RCMP police and uh, Alberta RCMP. Uh, you know, you know, even they say, you know, th there's no specific threat in Canada, but the security experts are telling them that there is. And the guy's name, the security expert name is John Thompson. The CTV's Canada AM on Monday. Now, this guy has been for a couple years, as far as I know, all over the place, putting all his bullshit out there. He goes on, uh, you know, uh, they were calling for a military uh, in big cities a couple years ago. Uh, they're always going on about this. Uh, uh, they need more physical appearance, physical of uh, security forces and uh, Canada's uh, elite forces on the streets. Uh, they, you know, they want the armories restocked and all this kind of bullshit. So, you know, the army can come in and go to the, go there and. Uh, at any hour of the day and get all, you know, all kinds of ammunition and, you know, shoot the place up. So, you know. And then they bring on, uh, you know, here we get into it, you know. A headscarf, you know, uh, uh, supposed to be Muslims, you know. Uh, they want to impact upon the West there. And uh, they're going after the American Jewish-owned shopping centers across the world. Which, I don't know, to me sounds like a pretty good thing i mean you know you got the, fl the flash mobs in them and ruining everything but that's not a big deal there now the muslims want to go in there and and and, and shut these places down and I, I i'm behind them i'm behind the flash mobs shutting these malls down i'm behind the muslims shutting these things down i wish they'd go to the football and baseball and basketball arenas also i mean you know they i think they'd have more of an impact there you know because uh people they can just hop in a car and go to another shopping mall. They're all over the place, but, you know, there's only one franchise in, 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 in most of these major cities, so, 
once they go in there, you know, that game's over, you know. So that's, that's why I think they should be. So anyway, th this guy's always, you know, uh, uh, running his mouth off. I mean, uh, I think it was in the fall sometime, September, October. He was talking about the new lone wolf terrorist phenomena. And, uh, you know, and, that, and, that, and that's when you had the guy uh, that attacked the uh, Canadian uh, Parliament building or something like that. One guy with a shotgun or something like that got through everybody and, uh, you know, the doors were open for him. And, uh, you know, and now all these security experts are, you know, clamoring about, you know, we told you so and all this kind of stuff there. And uh, uh, they need, you know, more... Uh, 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 military. They, they want. They want uh, uh, the military college to uh, have more of these guys to do different kinds of duties. So you know we can have people all over the place. Uh, naturally, you know where do they want them? They want them around the damn. Uh, you know the Jewish communities because they got to be protected. You know. Uh, you know just you know you got we seen what happened in France. But that bullshit, okay, so, you know, they're just trying to push that stuff over here now. So, let me see, this guy, uh, let's hear a little clip from this, this idiot. Uh, he's going on about, uh, you know, you know, it, it's the Jews sending their, their, their Shabbos Goyim, you know. But, uh, uh, this is his little thing there, it's on Facebook, Benaiah Breath, Benaiah Breath got their own damn, uh, uh, a Facebook page, it's on there, and uh, they're all over the place. Screaming about this stuff, and now now they got the Shabazz Goyim. They got their Shabazz Goyim there. Uh, you know, that that's what they do. You know, they scream and cry and all this kind of stuff, and then they trot out, you know, the Shabazz Goyim experts, Okay. And uh, so this guy is supposed to be one of these so-called experts. And we're going to show you what an expert this is. I'll give you no trouble, I promise you that. I've sent a little insect on ahead to take the fight out of them. Take better care of those AR-15. I want those most of all. been in the uh, uh, study of terrorism for 28 years uh, with the Canadian Institute of Strategic Studies and with the McKenzie Institute for 22 years. I'm uh, currently the Vice President of Intelligence for Strategic Capital Intelligence Group and uh, I'm becoming a fellow with the Arthur Meehan Institute. You cannot separate Hezbollah's military from the rest of Hezbollah. It's sort of like going to war with Nazi Germany, but only fighting the Wehrmacht and ignoring the rest of the whole society. 
his his Gotta throw the Nazis in there. Notice that uh, beyond its so-called military wing, you know, there, there's fundraising that uses systemic extortion in the Lebanese economy, international narcotics smuggling, and everything else. And that money goes to create hospitals and a social structure that magnify the guerrillas. Well, the Europeans are making a, a start uh, and an artificial start by trying to separate the, the so-called military wing of Hezbollah from the rest. But the Hezbollah cameraman, the Hezbollah social worker, the, the, the Hezbollah community activist, at night or on weekends he may be going down to a bunker and being the Hezbollah artillerist with a sheaf of multiple rocket launchers aimed at Israel. He has also you know, got a Kalashnikov in the closet somewhere and is perfectly prepared to be a guerrilla fighter. Poor Israel. Time, you know, they're all after Israel. On top of his arms depot. How do you separate the, all these elements, one from the other? You can't. It is not possible. With the EU putting in a, a ban on Hezbollah funding, it's a good start. But the EU has a 20-year history of stating magnificent principles and then botching up its action. You remember how long it actually took to resolve the, uh, the civil war in the former Yugoslavia. And so the EU's other actions in other international crises. You know, it's a state where the Europeans are trying to have their cake and eat it too. And actually dealing with Hezbollah, it's not a, you know, a complicated issue. It's a very simple one. You are dealing with a terrorist organization that subjugates an entire population. You do not treat them with half measures. So, got to throw the old Nazis in there or subjugate, they, you know, and, and Hezbollah, who, you know, that's who they worry about the most because, you know, they've handed, handed it to Israel their ass a couple times now. You know, they just cannot uh, meet them on the battlefield because men show up. You know, there's no women and children, to, you know, kids throwing rocks at them and where they can come in with tanks and all this kind of stuff. You know, last time they did that, they bombed, bombed, bombed. The Hezbollah dug in, dug in. And after the artillery went over, they popped out out of the ground and, 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 and wiped them out. And, you know, they're still trying to find, what was that, 2000 and, I don't know if the last skirmish they had was 2008, but they got the ass handed to them, I think, in 2004. And they're still trying to find 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 those Israeli soldiers that deserted, you know, because uh, now they met someone their 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 size. Uh, now they met someone, you know, man on man on, and they just could not handle it. So they're always worried about Hezbollah, okay? And they're talking about, you know, Hezbollah, you know, getting a, a society and uh, putting all this pressure on them and everything else like that. But never mind that, you know, they, they've made an out you know, a, a, a concentration camp of, uh, you know, uh, the Gaza Strip and uh, uh, what they've done to the Palestines. We won't talk about that. You know, we'll talk about, you know, what Hezbollah might do, what Hezbollah might do. And uh, this guy is an expert. You know, he, he gave you all his uh, uh, expertise on what's happening. Uh, 28 years, you know, this guy is an expert, you know. And uh, so, and uh, uh, like all experts, you know, uh, he comes in with, uh, you know, what you know what we got to do, and what we got to do usually uh, comes in with, you know, uh, like I like to call the usual. Sub
round up the usual suspects. Yeah, and it, which is usually, you know, Hezbollah or some somebody that somebody that they cannot deal. Who? Well, not that they cannot deal with them, is that they can deal with with Israel militarily. Okay, unless they have the support of, you know, a lot of support from uh, U.S. and EU, especially U.S. You know, because they need that uh, air air power, and uh, on the ground they just cannot match with these guys. It's as simple as that. But anyway. Let's look at the expertise of this guy, okay? Now, the name's John Thompson. Let me see, I got a thing on him here. Uh, John Thompson. Uh, now, he was with the uh, Security Executive Strategic Studies, okay? Uh, I mean, this guy's a fat rat, let me tell you. But I don't know when this was put out, but it says he had 18, he says 28 years. Maybe this is an old, uh, an old bio of him, but he's talking about all his experience. And it's basically being a lawyer, okay, with Oberman Thompson, okay. So uh, that's basically it. Uh, he was a lawyer for, uh, he was in, setting up with 3M and different companies, uh, human resources, uh in employee assistance, works, work, works, work safe, uh, violence, employee assistance, medical security departments, and uh, you know uh, he gives assessments and prevent preventative techniques and all this stuff there. So he said they says he holds a BA and JD degrees and honors from Georgetown University. So there you go. There, uh, this guy's heavily, heavily involved with. Uh, uh, Benaiah Brith, okay. One, of, one, of the, one he's uh, involved in this. Uh, uh, what is it here? Uh, the Speakers Action Group, okay. And if you go to speaker speakersaction.com, okay, and you look at the home page, all Israel, all Israel. This is a Jew operation, okay. Nothing. The whole page is about Israel, okay? And when you go into the uh, uh, speakers, you click speakers, current Ross of current speakers, Leo Adler, adjunct professor, international law at Osgood Hall. That's in that's Toronto's uh, Osgood Hall. That that's where the Jews decide if you know the Goyim could be a lawyer or not. Dov Altman, Executive President, Canadian Friends of Barleyan University. Okay, this guy's a real piece of shit. Uh, and this guy's in all this, uh, and even brags about it, Alzheimer's research and all this kind of stuff there. So, you know, there he's in with the drug company. Uh, Dr. Norman Epstein, okay, and he's the founder of Canadians Against Slavery and Torture in Sudan. Okay. And uh, Greta Friedberg, funding chair of the Toronto Holohoke Center. Okay. She was a past chair member for uh, Canadian Jewish Congress of Ontario Region. And uh, Metaurus Service Medal discusses her experiences during the Holohoax topic, growing up in the shadow of Nazis. 
They got to throw that Nazis in there, right? Donna, to get your attention, right? Donna Holbrook, National Director, International Christian Embassy, Jerusalem, Canada. Works closely with Jewish community and the Israel government to support Israel and to speak out against racism and anti-Semitism. Donna is a board member of Canada-Israel Committee. Okay, and her topic is the ice J in Jerusalem, whatever the hell that means. So you got a Jew here who's a director of the International Christian Embassy. That makes sense. Dr. John B. Horwath, Middle East Representative, High Adventure Ministries, former executive director of Christians United for Israel out of Canada. So here we go, another Jew ahead of this Christians for, for Israel bullshit. Former professor of theology, theology at Canadian Christian College, a scholar of Koran and the Dead Sea Scrolls. Dr. Harworth is a board member of Israel's Antiquities Authority, Friends in Canada. Okay, so, yeah, now, a Jew passing off as a Christian. Here we go. And then we got Nate Lepsinger. Oh, this guy's really, really good, eh? Survivor of Auschwitz-Birkenau. <laughs> a member of the International Auschwitz Council. So, you know... Here's another one of these friggin' Jews, survivors, that live a long, healthy life being in that uh, uh, Nazi life extension uh, work camp, health camp, okay, with that free, you know, playing soccer and going to plays and uh, going to the movies and the canteen and getting good food and, you know, forcing a honest day's work and having to take a shower a day. So it says he's been on this, he's been involved in Holocaust, Holocaust education for the past 30 years. So he's a bullshit artist, right? Nate is a comp, Nate has accompanied many March of the Living trips to Poland and Israel, is a recipient of Poland's Officers Meritorious Service Medal for his work to foster better better relations between Poles and Jews. Yeah, make them feel guilty and then give them the okay to say that, you know, that they were gassed too. He recounts his experiences in the Holocaust and draws a parallel to the growth of anti-Semitism in Canada today. His topic is survivor's experience. Rabbi Michael Straw, former executive director of Toronto Board of Rabbis, Rabbi Emeritus, Temple Har Zion, member of Reform Movement Commission on Adult Jewish Growth. Adult Jewish Growth. What the hell is that? And the Israel Advisory Committee, Jewish Federation of the Greater Toronto Rabbi. Straw has taught at many Canadian universities, the Rabbinical Seminary of Hebrew Union College, and teaches regularly at Kolel. His topic is the role of religion in the public arena. Oh, Separation of church and state. What about separation of temple and state? And then here's our boy. Well, there's another one here. I'll, I'll go through this. Rochelle Wellner, former vice president of Canadian Coalition for Democracies from President, former president of Benai Brith of Canada, 
and she discusses the alarming rise of anti-Semitism experienced by students on campus. Well, maybe they should stop putting swastikas on their doors. That, that, that might help them out. And her topic is media's impact on public opinion, which, yeah, right. That's what it's all about. Public opinion through the media. Okay, and then we got our star Goyam, our star uh, Shabak Goy, John Thompson, author of Other People's Wars that, yeah, we have to be involved in. Overseas Terrorism in Canada. Overseas Terrorism in Canada. Well, if it's overseas, what? Uh, anyway, that's the title. Chief Editor and Commentator at the McKinsey Institute. And yeah, they got to give it that good old uh, 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 wasp name, McKinsey. You know, McKinsey was a uh, well, he was prime minister for a long time. Uh, he tried to make the break from England during the war, and actually, I think, got the bank separated until Trudeau got him tied in back with the uh, bonding for uh, monetary uh, debt. So. Almost got Canada free, this guy. So, you know, they got an institute named after him. It's a think tank that focuses on terrorism, political extremism, warfare, and organized crime. Basically, we're talking about the Jews here. Think about it. Terrorism, political extremism, warfare, and organized crime. And is, quote, concerned with the social and political stability of Canada. John often appears as a television contributor on terrorism and military issues. Well, yeah, they got to put a Shabazz Goyim in there for the face, man. You know what I mean? To the, to the Canadians, you know, like, he's one of us. You know, he's an expert. We've got to listen to him. So his topic is Canada, security, and the Middle East. Okay. And uh, so this guy is all over with the Jews. He's constantly in the Jewish uh, Tribune of Canada. Okay. Uh, he, uh, he He's on this McKinsey Institute. Now, when you go to McKinsey Institute, one word, dot com, M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E dot com. About us. Okay. The McKinsey Institute is the consci- is the conscience of the security field. They're the conscious. Okay? What else but Jews? Okay? Your conscience. Okay? The McKinsey Institute, an independent think tank, brings a strategic and pragmatic approach, approach to security matters that affect both domestic and global audiences. The McKinsey Institute provides external independent thinking, independent thinking, yeah, for policymakers, governments. Would, you know, so, in other words, they put the squeeze on for Israel, for the Jews. Well, for the Jews, period. Okay, so policymakers, governments, private sector entities, and educational institutes. So they pretty well cover the whole spectrum here. Okay, policymakers, governments private sector entities, that's corporations, and the education institutes. We propose an open forum for global conversations on the threat and security vulnerabilities we face in order to best advise these various entities. 
Get rid of the Jews. There goes, there's all your security taken right there. They're the only people threatening anybody or anything. The McKenzie Institute is a globally recognized Canadian-based public policy institute for research and comment on issues impacting political and social stability, specifically terrorism, organized violence, and security. While being as tied in as he is with the Jews, that pretty well covers it, you know? Political and social stability, specifically terrorism, organized violence, and security. Jew, Jew, Jew. He's talking about the Jews. And I love the ways globally recognized Canadian-based public policy institute for research. So uh, they want to, so in other words, lobbying group to other con- countries. But here's the best part. This tells you right who they are right here. Working with colleagues in Washington, D.C., Israel and the UK. Okay. <laughs> CIA, Mossad, and uh, whatever they are, uh, uh, M6 or M5. M6, I think that's the international there for UK. We emphasize a worldview, whose worldview, on the various topics we cover. Over the last 30 years, we have worked with Canadian government institutions private sector organizations, educational bodies, and other stakeholders. I love that stakeholders, that Agenda 21 bullshit. To provide a distinct, distinct perspective on security matters. Well, whose distinct perspective are we talking about there, Uh, Johnny boy? Anyway, it goes on and says, The McKinsey Institute provides corporate and individual subscription packages that provide access to Premier briefs, newsletters, commentaries, luncheons, and biannual security matter reports. In other words, you know, they want to go out with the media and brainwash people and, you know, uh, put all, try and scare people because, you know, fear works and, uh, you know, they're going to come and solve your problems when actually they are the problem. So it says the McKinsey Institute offers publications. Okay, so we're talking media here, right? We publish a varied collection of briefing notes, commentaries, photos, and video interviews that are thought-provoking, insightful, relevant, which are designed to meet the needs of subscribers and others. Now, who the hell would be subscribing to this bullshit? Okay? Yeah, your tax dollars are subscribing to this. We offer luncheons, seminars, workshops, and panels... So to get in a government contract, the company's got to put their executives through when it is bullshit. This this is the game they play. Okay. So they got workshops and shit and panels presented by subject matter experts providing educational awareness and promoting an open forum discussion among attendees. Yeah. uh, They probably record everything and, uh, you know, Everybody's probably scared to say anything in this place there because uh, anything you say will be held against you. Okay, so among attendees, policymakers, and the security world as a whole. Another reason they have these workshops and everything is this is where they make the deals and the payoffs. Okay, we will also be developing an annual conference that will address the latest trends and patterns of emergency, emerging security concerns. 
Okay, and then they talk about their service to subscribers. We provide corporate and individual subscribers with exclusive access to premier briefs, commentary, and reports on security issues through an extensive range of events and publications. Well, they're all over uh, the Internet and on TV and everything else like that, trying to scare the hell out of everybody. I mean, why why, why would you, you know, they're bullshitted, you know, they're putting it out for free. So why would you have to subscribe? And then they've got their, you know, their their legal uh, mumble jumble that uh, hopes this protects our ass. It says the, opo- the opinions of the writers published herein do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of the McKinsey Institute. They are presented to inform a broader social discourse. So they're going to give you all this thing. They're telling you what an expert they are how they're going to help you out, but they're not responsible for anything that anybody says if that works for them, that they want to squeeze you for money. Okay, and that's located, uh, in, well, it's got a P.O. box here in Toronto. It looks like it's got a 416. That, that may be a Toronto uh, phone number there. So, and then it's got a site map here about uh, Institute News, upcoming events, resources, contact us. Become an insider. Articles, briefing notes, terrorism profiles, reviews, and conflict database. Uh, let's have a look at that. Emma, that's a, well, I'm not a member, but let's see what it says here. Thank you for your interest in the conflict database. That's, see, we need a database. These guys got databases on them. We need databases on them. Okay. Because when the day comes, we want to know who to put in them camps and who to hang. And everybody associated with this are traitors and should hang. Anyway, it goes on to say, for complete access to this resource, you need to complete the application process to become a McKinsey Institute insider. If you're already an insider, sign in to view the content. So, you know, I'm sure they got my IP number here, but, uh, you know, uh, whatever. And, uh, you know, typical, typical trying to influence, scare the public, you know. Uh, all I got to say. You know what this is all about, but you aren't just fiddling around, hoping it'll all come out right in the end. And this is what we're dealing with, you know. This is what we're dealing with. These types of morons, you know. These types of morons. And uh, basically what they're telling you is, this is what they're telling you. Boris, darling, you've done it again. Of course. Never underestimate the power of a schnook. The student representative counsel at the Durban University of Technology in South Africa urged the institution's management to expel its Jewish students, especially those who don't support the Palestinian cause, the Daily News newspaper reported Wednesday. The demand was also extended to any student sponsored by the Israeli government. We had a meeting and analyzed international politics. The student body's secretary, Mkandizi Duma, was quoted in the report as saying, We took the decision that Jewish students, especially those who do not support the Palestinian struggle, 
should they register. Durban University of Technology Vice Chancellor Ahmed Bawa called the suggestion to kick out Jewish students totally unacceptable. So, John, I guess you got you got to, you got to pack up and 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 because this guy's a real heifer, man. The Jews been feeding this guy good. You got to half half your fat ass over there to uh, Africa, you know. Uh, Africa, I mean, they're kicking the Jews out of out, out of the schools, or they want to kick them out of the schools. There, they've had enough of them. Maybe maybe you should put take your show on the road over to Africa and stuff. You know what I mean? Sounds like that. There's a big problem over there for you. You know, only you can solve, right? Only you can solve this thing there. So, you know, uh, see what else we got here. Uh, basically, what they're telling you is the first time any one of you makes a wrong move, I'm going to kill a whole lot of you. That's basically what they're saying. Okay, that's that's what they're telling us. Okay, so there's all these kind of institutes, there's all these kind of experts and everything, and I maintain we got to keep our own database for these assholes. Simple as that. That's all we got to do. Uh, we got to let them know that, uh, yeah, uh, we're keeping an eye on you too, baby. We're keeping an eye on you, you know. And uh, I already got I got a da- I got a, a database for for movies and stuff like that. For all the Jew filth movies, and uh, I think I'm gonna uh, build a database and uh, put a nice interface so people can start adding these names and uh, links and a little bit about them and who they're involved with. But uh, you know, this fat pig, Benai Brith, sponsors all this stuff. He's on their Facebook page. I do do a search on Canadian expert John Thomas and Jewish. Uh, It's links and links and links of all his connections. That's the only people that he seems to uh, converse with and and has any dealings with and is teamed up with. Okay. Constantly on the uh, 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 Jewish Tribune of Canada. You know, he's. uh, I was looking through their, their website. And uh, some of their, a lot of their stories and everything. This guy is all over the place, man. Uh, I, I would say he's probably a crypto. You know what I mean? He's de- uh, there's something going on about this guy there. But the thing about it is, is that putting all this fear. Be- why? Why do they want to put this? Uh, uh, they want to put a presence of police on the street. Okay? Are they looking? Uh, are they know that something's happening? Some, something's happening. Uh, or the chance of something happening is pretty good, probably in the U.S. because Canadians are, I mean, they're 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 more fat and stupid than Americans. Okay, they're 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 hopeless. Canadians are friggin' fucking hopeless. You know, they've got a, a, a psychological problem of wanting to be loved by the world because, you know, uh, they're by the big bad U.S. You know, where all the noises and everything else like that, and they want to be noticed and. You know, they're the, they're the idiots that used to go around. Oh, we can go around Canada with a, you know, our backpack and just put the Canadian flag on, and everybody loves us. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, how many rapes from go? <laughs> Meanwhile, they're getting raped and 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 and, and killed all over the friggin' place. But uh, you know, they want to be. They want to. Conv- I don't know. People are funny that way. They, you know, they want to feel, uh, uh, you know, like Canada's something special. You know. Uh, meanwhile, uh, 
there's a white genocide going on there. They've got a government that's sold them on the fact that, uh, you know, they're going to be a, a minority in very a lot sooner than in America. And uh, they gladly open arms, accept it, you know. Uh, you've got French and English over there. I mean, you know. What, two white tribes that, you know, are at each other's throat all the time. It, it's a very, very weird place, man. Very weird place. And all they ever had got to tell it, to tell you about what's, I mean, I got some really good friends. My mother's, my mother's Canadian. I got some really good friends, Canadians, but I'm talking about the majority of them. The majority of them are, are, are friggin' lost. Okay. And, and whenever you talk to them, the, their biggest thing was, uh, well, look at our environment, you know, our, our woods and stuff where, you know, no, nobody's living there because it's so friggin' cold. There's no development there or nothing like that. And it's like they created it or something like that. It, it, I don't know. It's weird, man. I don't understand them people. But the thing about it is they're getting inv- invaded on the East Coast in uh, B.C., Canada with all the Chinese and everything. Uh, they've got uh, a, a guarantee of immigration coming into the country. It used to be 65, uh, was it 65,000 or 655,000? I think it's 65,000. Uh, you know, a lot, awful lot of people. Awful lot of people. Okay. Uh, they run the bank scams. They've had bailouts bigger than we, believe it or not, per capita bigger than we've had in the United States. Okay. What they do is they close their government. It's called a pirogue system or something like that where they actually shut the government down and then they just do everything behind closed doors and the people accept it. You know, this is part of their parliamentary system but they give it a, a nice easy name they call it backstopping backstopping the banks after two years of telling you oh the rest of the world's fucked up but uh, everybody's looking at the model of the canadian banks you know <laughs> meanwhile they're ripping the they're ripping the poor canadians off uh, i think it was in their 2013 or maybe last year's budget where they have what they call backstopping uh, in in bailouts now they've now now we're getting in bailouts in the U.S. But in bailouts basically means that you know uh, no matter what the bank they need your money they take it whatever you put in the bank they own that's basically what it says okay now these banks are in control of you know bonds never mind just savings accounts and everything else like that they hold the mortgages and all this other bullshit okay. Which means uh, they own everything. Everything's owned by the banks. Okay. Where do you put your money? Now, the one good thing about Canada is that you still can buy some uh, pretty good quality uh, silver and gold up there. Right from the mint. Because they're still minting a, a, a shitload of it from their mines. But the thing is, is that they trace it now. And, they, and they've got some kind of tax on it. So, you know, you got to be... You, Got to be very careful with these assholes. You never know what the hell they want to take off you. So, uh, you know, that's the good and the bad about this. But this guy really, really, what this guy's pulling off uh, with this fear of mongering in Canada, I'm afraid that, uh, you know, they're, they want to uh, set up the uh, infrastructure for a lockdown. Okay, and the fear and militarization for, you know, groups, uh, boots on the ground somewhere. 
Okay, and it sounds like it's going to be, uh, I mean, they're talking about Hezbollah. He's going on and on and on about Hezbollah. So uh, maybe they're just getting them ready. You know, remember it was uh, American and Canadian uh, aircraft that, uh, you know, did the uh, mile of uh, uh, the highway of horror to Saddam's group when they, Saddam's soldiers over there in Iraq coming out of Kuwait when they said, okay, we're going to leave, we're going to... Let's settle this in, 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 in the courts or whatever like that. And then, then they bombed them as they're trying to leave for, I forget how many days. And it was just a friggin' mess. They're, they're involved in the bombing, the NATO, quote, NATO bombing of Libya. The NATO bombing of uh, uh, the Balkans, okay, of Serbia. So, you know... It looks like they're getting them right on board for something else again. And uh, all through this fear bullshit, you know. But uh, so I just wanted to bring it out about this this guy. Uh, let, let him know that we do know who he is. Okay. John Thompson of the McKinsey Institute. So-called security expert. He's a fat fucking slob is what he is. I don't know what kind of security he can provide. It looks like, he, you know, he can't even run down the block. So, you know, I don't know what kind of security he's providing except uh, getting your son and daughter okay, to fulfill some kind of militaristic mode or role against their fellow citizens. And, you know, of course, white on white. Okay. That's what this asshole is doing. Okay. There's all kinds of terrorism with these friggin' Jews. I mean, he describes it. Uh, gangsterism and uh, you know all this uh, crime and uh, threats and uh, military action. I mean, he's describing Israel to a T. So it's another instance of them projecting upon what you know their actions upon everybody else. Okay, and he's in with this whole hoax and all these rabbis and everything. You know. I mean, he sticks out like a sore sore thumb. I'm wondering, is he a crypto? Or uh, it's hard to find any inf- background information of, you know, who his parents are and w- or where he. Uh, well, they got, I think they got where he did go to school, but it'd be surprised. I, I I would really like to know. This guy sounds like a crypto. I mean, you know, he is a deep entrenched Shabbat goy. Okay, to where they usually don't trust. Give the Shabbat goy enough trust to where he's integrated into all these different organizations with all these different speakers, you know, uh, you know, r- the rabbi, the rabbis, and all this holohoke stuff. And so something not good there with this guy. But And if he's a Shabbat's guy, well, you know, if he's a Jew, I can understand. But if he's, if he's you know, a Shabbat's guy, you know, the, hang him and burn him. That they're, they're the type that w- when you hang them, you burn them also. So anyway, I just wanted to talk about that guy. Uh, that That's what I had seen. And, uh, you know, I want to start talking about more and more of these Shabbat Goy because uh, these are the traitors. You know, everybody's Jew, Jew, Jew. Jews can't do it all themselves. Someone's got to be underpinning the system. You know, uh, you know, in in the '60s, you know, the baby boomers didn't bring nothing, and they didn't fight nothing. They, they, you know, they 
their first vote was uh, uh, in the 72 election, I believe, or 68 election that brought in uh, a conservative government law and order platform. But the middle class that uh, ran off into the Jews schools, you know, and uh, were the leading uh, architects or, or technicians of the deindustrialization of America through their middle management positions and and uh, uh, their investments and everything else like that. Yeah, they've been they they've been the underpinning of carrying this federal government because I mean the federal government is 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 a bunch of clowns. Okay, it's just a bunch of clowns. They got to get people to do the dirty work, to be the soldiers, to be the police, to be the this, to be the that. And they always go after people's greed, you know, and you can go right down to the state level with that kind of stuff there. You know, and you look at any state budgets, okay, it's it's health care and education and uh, retirements. That's all your expensive. Very little money goes to anything else. You know, you're wondering why the infrastructure has gone and everything else like that. Okay, and then they just take that money and give it to the give it to the Jew bondsman uh, on Wall Street. Okay, they lose money, you make it up because they've got a cola in there. Okay, they got guarantees to get X amount of money, and if it's short, taxpayers make up the shortage. You know, it's not like a private friggin' uh, 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 retirement. You know, you know, you give your money to the Jew and the Jew steals it, you're fucked, right? No, uh, taxpayers are always on, you know, the biggest piggy bank in the world, you know, the Goyam taxpayers, okay, so the, 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 these are uh, the sellouts, these are the goodies, these are the crumbs off that table that build up these uh, uh, foundations and these groups and these Shabez uh, Goya uh, that are uh, the underpinning of the system. Uh, this is why, you know, I keep saying we need an independent uh, media platform, distribution platform to uh, put out all information and good quality stuff and our movies and our music and our heritage and everything else like that, you know, because uh, that, uh, that other generation, they're gone, they're dying off, okay? But this younger generation coming up, I mean, you know, it's split and... Uh, I've made a statement before, are, you know, they looking, are they really getting a, a, a awakening of their racial heritage, or are they, is this an, ec, economics cause them to pick sides, and, you know, if it ever gets hot, uh, and uh, a few economic crumbs can uh, turn them, turn, you know, turn a lot of them around again, you know, so... We have to enforce this and, and, and show them how deep it is and how uh, really, I mean, the Jew can giveth, can taketh away, how uh, uh, shallow that is. And, uh, you know, think about uh, your forefa- your forebearers, what it took to get you here, and your proge- progeny, what are you leaving them? Okay? See, that this none of this live, you know, Sex, drugs, rock and roll, live for today. That's the kind of shit that these other assholes bought into. Not all of them, but a lot, enough of them. Okay? And they only care, they don't give a shit. They're at the age now, they just don't give a shit. They can't do, really can't change anything anymore. They just don't give a shit. So all they're concerned about is their retirement. 
you know, theirs, theirs. You know, you can talk about groids and minorities coming over to get theirs, but the lion's sure of uh, thievery and uh, uh, breadcrumbs off the table are really to our middle, our aging middle class. And, uh, you know, their children that aren't getting that anymore are... Are they mad? Are they upset? I mean, are you know, or are they really awakened? And I'm always puzzled with that, you know, thinking about it. But I hate to be negative about it. But I mean, this these are the things that have to be asked. They have to be brought up and asked. You know, it's like anything else. You know, are you prepared? How far are you prepared to go? You know, because you got to be dedicated. You know, if you're telling me that uh, they're genociding the white race. If you're telling me that, you know, I hear people say it all the time. You know, they want to blame this, blame that. And when you say to them, uh, oh, I went to the church and we sang, you know, Jesus love all the little children. And I, you know, I'm thinking, well, I mean, did your parents have to go play out in traffic? They wouldn't do that. No. Did you come home and say, well, you know, they told us uh, men got to marry men and women got to marry women. Would your parents put up with that? Probably not. But they put up with that bullshit. So really, your problem is with your parents. It's got nothing to do with a church or a religion. It's got to do with your parents not being parents and uh, subjecting you to that. And so really, they sh- I mean, if you look at proper eugenics, they should be eliminated. But you see, they won't go that far. Okay, They won't go that far to even confront them. Never mind eliminate them. Okay, Because uh, they've destroyed white lives their children okay because you see it's 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 the person's parents but everybody else's parents they'd be prepared to do that too so you know it's got you got to draw lines okay and you've got to uh confront your parents with this and tell them that you know this is what we had to do and if they still think it's right you got to let them know that uh you're not fit you're not fit for the white race you're not fit for our society, for a proper white society. This is why things are the way it is. Okay, so you know what? Uh, shit hits the fan. Fuck you. We're not. Don't come to us for protection or nothing. Okay, mire in what you created. Simple as that. Okay, if it's your family or whatever, what does that matter in the long? What does that matter in the big picture about the race? Nothing comes before the race. Not even your fucking uh, Shabagoy family, and you gotta. Yeah, well, that's that that's cruel, North Pal. That's mean. Well, that's the way it's got to be. Or, I mean, if you're telling me that uh, we're being genocided, I mean, you know, how far do you want to go? Do you want to be genocided? Do you want to survive? And build up from this, well, then the trash got to go. And if the trash happens to be lying in your driveway, you got to get rid of it. You know, now I'm not saying <laughs> kill your parents, but, you know, you got to divorce them. You got to let them know, hey, if you're not on board, we're through. We're through. Don't want nothing to do with you. Okay, nothing to do with you. So anyway, it reminds me of a line that a couple a line that I heard in in a movie one time. 
a disgusting movie called... Well, it wasn't really disgusting. It was a pretty interesting movie called... Hey, man, we catch him, I'll be happy enough. If we catch John Doe, he turns out to be the devil. I mean, if he's Satan himself, that might live up to our expectations, but he's not the devil. He's just a man. See, you bitch, and you complain, and you tell me these things, and it's mean. If you think you're preparing me for hard times, thank you, but... But you gotta be a, a hero. You wanna be a champion. Well, let me tell you, people don't want a champion. They wanna eat cheeseburgers, play the lotto, and watch television. Hey, how did you get like this? I wanna know. <sighs> it wasn't one thing, I can tell you that. I just don't think I can continue to live in a place that embraces and nurtures apathy as if it was a virtue. You know different. You know better. I didn't say I was different or better. I'm not. Hell, I sympathize. I, I sympathize completely. Apathy is a solution. I mean, it's, it's easier to lose yourself in drugs than it is to cope with life. It's easier to steal what you want than it is to, to earn it. Yeah. It's easier to beat a child than it is to raise it. Help. Love costs, takes effort, work. We are talking about people who are mentally ill. We are talking about people fucking crazy. No, no, yes. we're not. no, no. We're, we're, we're talking about everyday life here. We, we, you, 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 you can't afford to be this naive. Fuck off. See, you, you should listen to yourself. Yeah. You say, but the problem with people is that they don't care. So I don't care about people. It makes no sense. You know why? You, you care. You want to know? Damn right. And you're going to make a difference. Whatever. The point is, is that I don't think you're quitting because you believe these things you say. I don't. I think you want to believe them because you're quitting. You want me to agree with you and you want me to say, yeah, 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 you're right, it's all fucked up, it's a fucking mess, we should all go live in a fucking log cabin. But I won't. I won't say that. I don't agree with you. I do not. I can't. Yeah, that that that's that's it. <laughs> that's what he's telling you, man. Uh, people want to go live in a log cabin and all this kind of stuff there, and you know, is is the world worth worth saving? I mean, that's basically what it comes down to: is the world worth saving? Okay, and uh, the world's not nice, but it is worth saving. And uh, I think we lose sight of that because uh, and I think part of that is part of that uh, genocidal stuff that everybody's facing so anyway good night and God bless get a little bit of music going here
ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.